0: I'm your host and coach, Brittany King, and I got a special one for you today. I knew that this conversation was going to happen one day. Like I just knew from the moment we met because you were in a big transition in your life and there was just something so special about you. And it was so crazy because I had been supporting Juliana at Hustle House and we were looking for just awesome fitness instructors during 2020, when everyone was pivoting and figuring things out. And I had reached out to you and I was like, I have a total girl crush on you. And you reach back out. You're like, I have a total girl crush on you. And it was like this beautiful connection Um, because we had met at a yoga workshop that Harmony had led at Site. Many moons ago. And it's just so funny how the universe like brings people back around and back into our lives at the perfect time. So, yes. welcome to the show, Miss Kayla. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Brittany. I think like one of the coolest things that I, you know, have gotten to witness is you like transform um, because you were working for um, someone else. And when we had chatted in the beginning, you were like, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm just like figuring out the steps to get there. And now it's been so cool to see you step into your own thing and then continue to like grow and evolve. Like you just don't get stuck in it. You're like, well, this is the only thing that I'm good at. So I have to do this. Like you're so open to what comes. And I think that's what like makes you so special. And that's like, that's your special sauce. So so much. you're so welcome. So give a little introduction. Like who is Kayla Countryman? Like tell us all the things.
1: Yeah. So my name is Kayla Countryman. I am originally from California. I'm definitely a West Coast girl, but I've lived in Phoenix for about four years now. And I've had some experience in the midwest as well going to the university of michigan so if there's any wolverines out there go blue that's a big part of who i am um, and yes as to what britney said i went through a huge life transition and so now i'm just so happy to be able to say i'm an entrepreneur i'm a business owner i'm a yoga instructor i am a coach i am all of these things that make me feel really full and really happy Um, I am a dog mom. I am a partner, a daughter, a sister, a cousin, so many elements to me and so many things that fill my cup. Um, and Brittany, I just want to say with you, as soon as I met you and that girl crush feeling, it's so mutual. Like as soon as I saw your shining, radiant face, I just knew her and I are, we're going to click and we're going to have to build something powerful together. And every time we cross paths, it's this magic. So. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be in your presence and gracing your listeners with some, some knowledge and some fun for today.
0: Yes. Uh, I love it. Cause you are like, you were like everything that I consume that you share is like a knowledge bomb. Like you are just, it's so intentional and so real. And you can tell that it's not just to like, check it off a list and do it. Mm-hmm. There is so much intentionality behind what you do. And I'm excited to kind of share how that transition and transform because before you took the the leap and started your own business, you know, you were doing social media and marketing, right, for another company. Correct.
1: So I spent five years at a digital marketing agency. Um, and I worked technically as a project manager. That was my title. Um, and a senior account manager towards the end of my five years there. But throughout that entire time, I was the social media person at the agency, really the only person that was Um, very knowledgeable of social media to serve our clients in that space so in those five years i learned a ton and kind of became an expert in that field Uh, and that was really what led to me creating my own business because we were working with these huge corporate brands at the agency i mean people were spending millions and millions of dollars on facebook and it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way that that's what was happening uh so i took that and i said okay instead of spending all of my time supporting these huge brands with huge budgets that can get whatever they want, I want to take my expertise and serve small businesses and Black-owned businesses and women-owned businesses and give them that same level of expert marketing support. So that was really the foundation of my business. Thank goodness for the marketing agency for really giving me that skill set and that experience. But to me, the really fulfilling part was taking that to smaller businesses who don't have millions of dollars to spend on Facebook. And that's not necessary to see business growth, but really being able to show, show them how to create a strategy for themselves and thrive on social media, just like Facebook and Instagram and all of these big name companies do.
0: That's awesome. Like to, to look at like one thing and be like, you know what, this, this could be done and make such a bigger impact on people that truly would benefit from it.
1: Exactly. And to see that impact too, firsthand, to work directly, you know, you're not working with the, the uh, assistant of the assistant of the assistant yeah. of the, the CEO, you're working with the business owner. And so to see the direct impact you're able to make on their revenue, on their community, It's priceless. It's everything to me. And so that was really where I wanted to dig into in my business.
0: Mm, Amazing. And so when when did you make the leap?
1: So I started my business November 2020, right after Thanksgiving, I launched my business. And then I was working full time still at the marketing agency for three months. And then I took the leap full time in February of this year. So February 2020, I went full time in my business. So it's been Ooh, about 11 months now that I've been on my own which is so scary to think about but so awesome to think about uh, and I truly wouldn't change a thing from that head first face
0: first week like, let's go oh I know that feeling yeah so what has yeah. Helped, what has helped you make that transition because like you said like it was really scary and even thinking about that, you've been on your own, quote unquote, on your own, mm-hmm. um, even though we're never really alone, but like doing the damn sure, thing. True, true. Uh, yeah, It's terrifying, but you still did it and you still showed up. So what really helped you continue to show up daily and not let fear have you run back to the safety of working for another company?
1: Absolutely. So fear is definitely ever present, even today. Um, over the past few months, even I've been struggling with the thoughts of should I get a job? Do I need some more stability? Like, what am I really doing here? Right. And I think what really keeps me going is the impact. Every time I work with a client, especially women, and I'm able to see their confidence getting lifted through working with me, their business growing through working with me, their Instagram presence changing through working with me. Every time I see that, I know that I'm in my purpose. I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing by helping and mentoring other women business owners. And so I think that's really what lights me up and keeps me here. I also have to give credit to um, 24-year-old Kayla, who was very naive and was just like, I'm just gonna do it and see what happens. Because honestly, I think if it were me even today, just knowing a little bit more of what I know about the ups and the downs, I would have been more hesitant than than 24 year old version of me. So I'm very grateful to her who was just like, ah, I'll figure it out. Like, you know, take it a day at a time and kind of just took the leap. Um, but I would say it's all about impact. It's all about community and it's all about seeing my clients transform and being able to guide them through that. And I don't want to give that up because I know there's so many more women out there who I can help have that same transformation.
0: Oh, and it's so, I mean, you know, I had a very similar mentality of like, I'm just going to throw my hat over the fence and figure yep. it out, you know, like being that naive, you know, um, can be very helpful. And then you, you stop and you look back and you're like, holy shit. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You're like, thank stop. you. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah <laughs> I didn't know what I didn't know then because yeah, the yep. kid, there seems to be more that's, um, at, uh, at risk or like on the line. So, exactly. you know, Interesting, because like asking you about that question, and you're just talking about the impact and supporting um, women business owners, you know, that it's not about social media. No, no. So what is it about?
1: Yeah, so this is a revelation that I've had in the past few months itself. Because when I started this business, I was headfirst social media, 100% Instagram support. And that's really where I was marketing myself. Through working with my clients, working with women business owners, women entrepreneurs, I've really realized social media is just one element of the business they're seeking support with. So when someone comes to me with social media, it's typically not just, oh, I need help with my Instagram strategy. Because when we get to the root of it, they're struggling with confidence to show up on social media. They're struggling with who is their audience? Who are they actually trying to reach? They're struggling with the clientele that they want to reach and how to find their ideal buyer. And so what I've really leaned into over these past few months is how do I position myself not only as a social media coach, but as a business mentor, a mindset coach, because what we're doing is going so much deeper than just sharing photos on Instagram. We're really getting into, okay, what are your limiting beliefs? Why do you believe these things that are therefore holding you back from showing up in in your business not just on Instagram, but in marketing yourself overall, in attracting your dream client. Because if you're lacking self-confidence, people aren't going to come to you as an expert, right? So we're really doing that deeper work within my programs and my courses in order to for people to feel more whole and to show up fully in all aspects of their business. And social media is just a byproduct. So we still get to social media and that's still where I'm supporting many businesses. But I think it's important for all social media coaches and all social media mentors to realize it's never just about posting. There's so much more going on at the root of every single business owner beyond social media that's impacting their ability to sell their business
0: it's amazing that you've had that revelation and how like you're in this this season of transitioning and like looking at how you can support i relate to that so deeply because when i started as a health coach it's kind of the same you know it's a different circumstance but very similar same thing. it's like i can sit here mm-hmm. and tell you what to eat and tell you to right. work out and you know the, the drink enough water don't eat processed sugar all that stuff right. but there's a root there's a root of it all. Like, and a lot of the times we're just treating the symptoms, right. And it's like business owners, but this goes for anyone. And Mm -hmm. it does come down to those like beliefs that we have about ourselves. So tell me how you have been starting to support your clients and just like yourself, like how have you gotten to that place? Because obviously you were doing some, some work on yourself to figure that out before you could go on and be like, well, let me help my clients with this.
1: Yes, I'm glad that you said that because it 100% did start with myself. And I don't think I fully realized that until I really jumped into this revelation. I was noticing and anyone who uses social media, which is probably most people um, in our generation right now, can relate to this. Um, I was finding myself burnt out from being on Instagram more than I would like to, mindlessly scrolling on Instagram more than I would like to discovering TikTok, getting into black holes more than I would like to. And we're all guilty, right? And I was starting to really understand the impact that that had on my mental health, on my sleep, on my productivity, on my focus. And I was noticing that I was falling into symptoms of comparison and imposter syndrome. And I would go on Instagram and I would compare myself to other business owners more than I would create my own content. And then I fell into a hole of not even creating my own content because I was so insecure about how to show up on the platform that I couldn't even create content that felt true to me. So going through that experience, I and therapy helps a ton, shout out to my therapist, because we do a lot of work in this space. Um, But having that revelation was huge for me because I knew I wasn't the only one. And I knew that me helping my clients figure out how to use Canva and when to post and what to post, that was 10% of my job. And so going through that as a human being helped me have more of a human experience with my clients one-on-one and in a group setting. So understanding how to tackle with them. Okay, let's look into what's holding you back. Let's look into the beliefs that you have, not only about yourself, but about your business let's see who you want to serve. If you you could dream up your dream client, who would that be? And how do we reach them? Because I know for myself, it was those negative habits of mindset talk, negative self-talk that were really keeping me from showing up fully within my business. And so for me, it really goes back to, okay, let's find the root of the problem. Let's find why I believe these negative things about myself. Let's switch the habit, right? So part of my Um, Teaching is also creating a better relationship with social media. So limiting your scrolling time, implementing more efficient habits so you can spend less time on Instagram, but be more effective, muting accounts that don't make you feel good. So switching those habits and then creating more, spending more time creating content than consuming content. So when we tend to make that switch from consuming over to creating, then that's when the magic happens because we're able to see how we want to show up for our business. The fact that our business can be unique, the fact that we can do whatever the heck we want to do as a business owner or as a person showing up on social media in general. And so those are the few of the steps that I took with myself and then have now implemented with my clients to ensure that they're able to show up as their authentic self for their business on social media, but in all aspects at the end of the day.
0: Oh my gosh, Kayla. I'm like over here, like, yes, sister. (laughs) Like so many things that I want to dive into with that business owner or not, it is changing Mm -hmm. the relationship with how we use our phones and, um, social media because social media itself is not the problem. It's how we use it, right? Like the the media is neutral. It's a thing. It's something that's existable. Yes. Yes. The creators of it know how our brains work and how, dope, really how right. dopamine junkies. So they create it to take our attention, Um, but that's their job. Like that's what they're yep. doing. So it's really important for us to recognize this, whether you have a business or not, because this is something that I have struggled with as well as a business owner is finding that, that, that dance, that balance of yes. like showing up, but also not consuming so much. And I love that you said, create before you consume. And this yes. goes for anybody. It doesn't matter if you have a business or not. Like, can you, are you creating results in your life that are aligned with like your goals and what you want? Or are you just consuming this content and think that you're doing something that's like moving you forward? Um, but this is truly something that is been a big challenge because most of, I mean, majority of my business comes from social media and I'm so grateful for that. And I'll like, create, crazy. like Instagram all day long because I've connected with incredible women through yeah. this platform. So I will never hate on it. You know, people are like, I hate social media It's like, no, 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 no. I don't hate oh, it. I think it's amazing, but yeah. it is figuring out how to have that relationship where it's not all consuming and it's not like, Oh, I have to check it or I have to do this. And then leading to feeling in an uninspired because you see people posting their content and then comparing and all of that. So how do you walk someone through that? I'm so curious um of like what your yeah. what your strategy is and how you worked through it to help others through um changing their relationship with social media.
1: Absolutely. So I love what you just said because a lot of people come to me Or people who don't even work with me, just acquaintances and friends and family. And they're like, Instagram is so toxic. Like, how could you? And it's like, well, as human beings, we have full control over how we interact with said Instagram. So Instagram isn't necessarily the thing that is toxic. But you have to take uh, control over how you are interacting with it day in and day out. So one of the things that we work on in my program, one of the first things that we do We look at people's morning routine and how they're spending their morning because I did a poll a few months ago and 80% over 80% I want to say of people who responded to that poll said the first thing they do in the morning is check Instagram before they get out of there. Oh, yikes! Oh,
0: I and that honestly, that used to be me. Like, I mean, I've changed that habit big time, you know, years ago, but like, I think back to those days where that was the first thing I woke yes. up in the morning and the last thing I checked before bed. And no wonder yes. I had some weird ass dreams.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it's no wonder that we label this tool as toxic right. because you're feeding the addiction. You're feeding that sense of waking up and immediately immersing yourself in everyone else's life instead of focusing on your own. And so I work with my clients to establish a routine in the morning of a certain number of things so three or five or seven things that they need to do every morning before they check Instagram especially as business owners right when you're getting your clients on Instagram it's tempting to check it like you check your email well you also shouldn't be on your email when you're still laying in bed we can we can say that as a fact, but it is that same level of kind of addiction and that level of wanting to see notifications etc cetera. Uh, so we really work to say, okay, what what type of movement can we add into your morning? What type of mindfulness, whether it's journaling or meditation? Are you eating? Are you drinking tea? Are you drinking water before you have your coffee, or are you just laying in bed drinking coffee on Instagram and that kid oh, just a rabbit like hole. If
0: really you really want to start a fire in your day, <laughs> yeah, in caffeine while you're scrolling. <laughs> like,
1: oh my.
0: There's yeah. a anxiety-provoking day right there. Right? That makes my heart rate increase a little bit thought of that. It makes my shoulders rise. I feel that buzzing in my body just thinking about that.
1: Yes. So that's one big thing for me is adding mindfulness into people's learning. Again, whether you're a business owner or not, anyone can can adopt this sort of behavior. So making sure that you have elements, rituals, routines that you're taking care of yourself in the morning before you're diving into someone else's day. Um, Another big one that I teach is using downtime. So there's actually a setting in your iPhone that a lot of people aren't familiar with called downtime. And you can set limits for yourself on certain apps. You can make all of your apps turn off at a certain time. So something else we do is make sure that for two hours in the morning after you wake up, And for two hours before you go to bed, your downtime is set and you have no social media and no email access. And again, that's just going back to making your time with social media more intentional. Because when you're scrolling late at night and it's keeping you up late, and then you're not getting as much sleep, and then you're cranky in the morning, and then you try to show up for your business and you feel like nothing is working. But if you would take better care of yourself and remove yourself from the platform that's causing the stress in the first place that improves your relationship and makes it more intentional. So we do a lot of work with that, which people do struggle with because again, the creators of these apps know how to feed the addiction, know how to fuel the fire, but it is really important. So making sure we're limiting that. Um, And then lastly, I would say going through small efficiencies. um, This one applies more to business owners, but making sure that people are scheduling their content ahead of time, planning their content ahead of time. Because I find with my clients, when they're functioning on this post as i go when i feel like it basis they're consuming a lot more than they're creating um, and some of it goes into they're looking for inspiration which isn't necessarily a bad thing but that can really quickly get you into a comparison trap so working with my clients to help them content plan ahead of time help them identify their brand pillars and how to create content that resonates with their audience so that they can have it scheduled and sent out there. And then they're spending less time in the app, freaking out, wondering what to post next. So there's a lot of little tips and tricks like that, that we work worked through. But my whole thing as a business coach is to get people to spend less time on the app, more time present with themselves. So when they show up, they have the energy to actually be present instead of just showing up because they feel like they have to. Checking
0: mm-hmm. it off the list. Because yeah, you could totally, exactly. you need to show up like, or this is how the algorithm works. You need to show up, you need that, but like none of that shit matters. And people can- no, see, who cares? Right? like people can see right through that. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, I, I do that too in my program as well is like one of the foundational pieces before I even get into the mindset work is establishing a morning and evening routine, mm-hmm. and I've gotten like I'm pretty psycho about it. My phone sleeps in the kitchen. I like tuck it into bed. I'm like, okay. Yep. <laughs> I was actually hosting. A, I was leading a workshop the other night, and I had to use my phone, and it locked because it was it was downtime. And <laughs> I was, like, at the end, was like, is your bedtime really eight thirty five? Because it like kept showing up <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> Like, man, my phone powers down at this time. But it is really helpful to have like these, these, you know, again, this is a tool. It's a buffer. It's to like help you kind of like snap out of the autopilot that our phones and social media and stuff like do to our brains and be like, whoa, what do I want to pay attention to right now? Like it kind of like exactly that pattern of thinking. Um, so I love that you do that with your with your clients, especially business owners. Like we have to have those routines established and those, you know dedicated time for ourselves in the morning and the evening where we're not focusing out. I I remember the last time that I looked at my phone right before bed and the, where I was currently working, I saw a post from the owner and it, it just was just, it put me in the worst mood, like the thoughts that it created. And I went to bed like that.
1: Yes, it stays with you when you shut your eyes, whatever you just looked at is going to
0: stay like went right into my nervous system. And this is before I was into any of this work, of course. And I remember waking up feeling terrible that next morning. And Mm -hmm. when you're supposed to like wake up and feel rejuvenated and I made a promise to myself, I was like, never again will this be the last like I will never look at social media right before bed ever again like this. It was so distinct and I remember it like very vividly. And now I really do, um, you know, have, have that buffer, but it's so easy. And this is, I'm curious about what your thoughts about this are is like, when you take away that thing, it's so easy to find the other thing that you want to look at. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <tell> me, like, <laughs> what are your practices or how do you implement that with your clients of like helping them not replace one thing? You know, people are like, well, I'm not on Instagram anymore. And then they're just like on TikTok all the time or like, yeah. On TikTok, right? <laughs> Or on Poshmark, right? Like replacing one app for another app. Like how do you um, work through that with your clients?
1: Totally. So my role for my clients as far as downtime is no social media apps and no email. Those tend to be the things people come to me saying I feel burnt out, I feel burnt out. Well, you are physically burning yourself out by choice under your own control by consuming these things. So even if you're, and I tell my clients this, even if you don't have a business presence on TikTok, scrolling on TikTok before bed is fueling that social media habit. Your brain doesn't really know the difference between social media, between Instagram, between Facebook, between TikTok. It's There's just being, yeah, it's just dopamine. It's just seeing these really snackable short videos, clips, and photos that are flashing and transitioning and songs that are catchy. And your brain is just like more and more and more. And so my rule no social media, no email. I don't really get into, um, you know, like TV and that level of screen time with my clients just because we are focused on social media more so. Um, If I can get them off social media and off email for those four hours a day, I see that as a huge win because that is so hard for people. That's even hard for me and I've been practicing it now for a couple of years. So that's really my main goal. And If someone is trying to, you know, get sneaky and replace something, social media with something else that is still addicting to them, then we can work through, like you mentioned, Poshmark. Some people are really into like playing Candy Crush or just random games. So really trying to get people, and this is a habit that I try to teach as well, to sleep with your phone in a separate room. So you in the kitchen, right? I sleep with mine in the bathroom. Um, So just having that level of distance from what's fueling the burnout and fueling the addiction because you have control. I think people forget that it's themselves in control you literally have the power. It is within you.
0: It is within you. Um, so I'm curious, cause we talked about comparison and you know, it's so easy with like business for sure, but like people struggle with comparison, whether you have your own business or not. So tell me, like, cause you, you kind of shared how, like you kind of went through that on your own is like comparing yourself yeah not feeling inspired or feeling like you, you didn't have anything to share or create, even though that wasn't true. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me how you work through that and how you help others work through comparison. Cause that is a nasty, nasty little beast. Yeah. That comparison.
1: Yeah. It's a mean, it's a mean one. Um, and we all deal with it mm-hmm. in one way or another, whether it's on social media, whether it's as a business owner or just in life. Um, and so for me, it's really important to tune out the outside noise when I'm feeling myself falling into a comparison trap. So when that happened to me over the last couple of months, the first thing I did, and for me, it was happening primarily on social media. So that's why I used this method. Um, the first thing I did was start to mute accounts that were making me not feel good. Um, when I say mute accounts, it's not blocking people. It's just temporarily ensuring that you don't see their content. And it's not a negative thing, but sometimes we're just not in the headspace um, to see certain types of content. So for me, um, it was actually really beneficial for me to mute some people in my industry because I felt like I was trying to create things that they were creating just because it looks like it was working for them. And so I had to take a moment and say, okay, that's not my business journey. That's not my business plan. And in order to get myself into my own headspace and feel like I can create what's authentic to me, I need to tune out what I feel like I'm supposed to be or what I feel like I should be doing. And again, it's not a negative thing at at all, and it's totally temporary, but just giving myself that space and that control to process what's meant for me and where I want to be. Um, What I also do personally and within my program is a lot of journaling. Um, So journaling on what are the habits of my best self? What are the habits of my future self? Um, Where do I see myself in three months, in six months, in 12 months? What are the actionable steps that I can take to get there? So in my program, every single week, we do a journal prompt together. Um, And that's, again, tuning out the outside noise and just turning a little bit within so that we can really understand where is our soul calling um, and what direction are we headed? Something we do also with my clients is in talking about burnout, um, not as a symptom of being tired or overworked or overwhelmed, but as being out of your purpose. So how can you return to yourself, come back home to yourself, come back home to your purpose, become more aligned within your business or within your life? Typically, when you make that shift, the burnout dissolves. And so a lot of people do come to me with that complaint and being able to turn off outside noise being able to journal and reflect on where they want to be, and then being able to focus in on their talents and joys and skills and build their business further around the things that bring them joy, typically dissolves not only the comparison, but the burnout and those feelings of imposter syndrome, just because they feel more powerful. We feel more capable when we're doing the things that actually fill our cup than when we're not. And so instead of copying someone else's journey, coming back to your own and understanding the power in that.
0: Yes. So, so good. And you know what, as I'm listening to you, what I love is like, you are not just like speaking about it. you you, I can tell that you like live it and you've practiced, you've lived it and you've practiced yes. it. So it comes and it flows through, through you so naturally, which you're able to, to teach in your program and with your clients. Yeah. It's amazing. Thank so, you so much. Tell me a little bit, I know you're like in this kind of like transition, because I know that you are stepping into the space of bridging like the mindset with the business coaching.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but tell me like how, you know, what services that you do offer and how someone can find you if they're interested in working with you.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's perfect timing because things are shifting right now and it's so exciting. I'm just so excited for everyone I get to work with it over the next year. So right now, my main service that I'm offering is group coaching. I have a program called Social Solutions, and the there's soul S O U L in solutions because it's all about aligning with your soul and living within your purpose.
0: Begin straight straight to my heart, my yes, right now,
1: (laughs) yes, right into the soul, and it's really about helping women realign with their business. So we talk about lifestyle habits. We talk about the foundations of their business. We talk about their social media strategy. So it's really a three-pronged mindset, business coaching, social media coaching, and really working on the holistic part of each individual so that they can better show up for their business. The end goal, increasing revenue in your business. So I'm working with a group right now. Um, We're seeing people booking more discovery calls, booking more clients, expanding their service offerings. And most important to me, gaining the confidence to show up exactly as they are in a way that feels good to him, them and releasing all of the shoulds. Um, So that's my group program. I also offer one on one coaching, same premise, mindset, business um, and social media coaching just on a one on one basis. And then I also offer consulting and strategy. So I work with small businesses on helping them elevate their social media strategy and create a plan for their business. Um, on any level. So small businesses, medium-sized businesses, women-owned businesses, BIPOC-owned businesses. That's really my one size fits most service where I'm able to help people elevate their business online. Um, and I also, lastly, offer management. So people who do want their social media run for them. Um, that is a, a service I offer on an as needed basis. That one's a little bit less available, um, but it's something I do offer still. So definitely want to put that out there as well.
0: Oh my gosh, so cool! And I love how, it, like <laughs> mindset, business, social media, like how it's like yeah. you just like we're just gonna jump into social media. It's laying that foundation, understanding yourself, understanding your place in your business, so you can stay along, show up authentically on on the gram because Absolutely. it's it is such an it is such an amazing tool, and we don't want to just. You know, push it aside because the habits around the relationship around it is what's quote unquote toxic, not the tool. Exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: And, you know, I think in in the industry, especially like, you know, being so immersed in the coaching industry, it's like there's so many business coaches out there that are just like very, um, like the the word that's coming to me is pitta energy, which Mm -hmm. is fiery. This is what you. follow these steps, da, 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 which like, you know, it, it works for like a small amount of humans, but like this, not everyone, not mm-hmm. everyone. And this is, this is going to help people a lot with long-term changes. Like not just like, Absolutely. here is the template you follow these steps and Let's like, no, you're like helping them change on like that cellular level, um, which is just amazing. So exactly. oh my gosh, Kayla, you are such a treat. I love <laughs> talking to you. I'm like, we could just keep going. Could yeah, it? we totally could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great. Well, I'm excited to see this like transition that you're in this pivot. Um, and I love how open you are and like not stuck on one thing, you know, like, and how yes, thank you. you sat with those questions of like, Oh, should I go, you know, back, like work for someone else? Because that's what's safe and comfortable and how you've just mm-hmm. stayed in your, you know, you have stayed in your purpose and you're continuing yeah. to follow that on that soul level. So I'm excited to see what unfolds for you because there's some magic that you are creating. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And again, we could talk for hours and hours
1: and just continue connecting, but it's such a treat. Be doing
0: it again, we'll be doing it again. <laughs> yes,
1: uh, awesome.
0: Absolutely. So how can someone find you? Like, um, you know, obviously the gram, is that the best way to reach out? Yeah.
1: So Instagram is a great place. It's
0: at K-A-Y
1: and then countryman just like it sounds. Country plus man is my last name. Um, And then you can also find me on my website, which is www.authenticallyk.com. And there you can see my services, you can see my group program, you can see all about me if you're curious. Uh, And I'm always, 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 always accepting new clients. So even if you don't know how or what or anything that you need specifically, just reach out to me, DM me, email me, I'm always happy to help I'm launching my next group program early 2022. So if that's a great fit for you, we'll get you in there. If one-on-one is better for you or management or consulting, we will work it out. I say that to say I'm flexible. I always make it work. um, And I'm always happy to see new faces in my business.
0: I love it. So my last question for you is we talked a lot about alignment. Like what does alignment mean to you?
1: Yeah, for me, alignment is all about walking in your true path. And that can be in your business or out of your business. But when I describe myself as feeling out of alignment, I feel like I'm putting too much energy outside of my purpose. So doing the things that I maybe should have said no to, doing things that I know don't serve my highest self, overworking myself, not resting, not taking care of my mind, body and spirit. And so to me, alignment is that feeling of just radiance and your cup is full and you feel like you are where you're supposed to be. The tasks that make you just smile and the tasks that make you kind of giddy and, and, and want to go to that next step, that's alignment to me. I, I truly see alignment as the opposite of burnout um, because I believe that when you're walking everywhere but your purpose, you get completely burnt out. Ah,
0: so good. Oh my gosh, I love that. It's, <laughs> that is so true. Alignment is the exact opposite of burnout. Oh gosh. Thank you so much for that. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you again so much for your time. I'm excited to have more of these conversations with you and see, you know, where your soul's purpose takes you.
1: Thank you again for having me. It's just such a treat, such a treat to be here with you.
0: Oh my goodness. How about that? Kayla, 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 that girl, she is incredible. And I always knew that there was something very special about her when we first connected. And I think it's so empowering. Someone that helps people with their social media also helps them manage their relationship with social media. And she not only talks about it and preaches it, but that girl walks the walk. And you can just tell by the way she carries herself and how authentically she shares about you know her own challenges with it and what she has done and how it's worked for her. It's so amazing. And it's just that little check-in, whether you have a business or not, like of how we use these tools, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever it is, like what are we trying to avoid when we're using the modality, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what <laughs> the word escaped my brain, but typically when we are looking at Instagram or someone else's life, we're trying to avoid something within ourselves. So I think having those buffers and really having a grounding practice where you're not constantly looking at what other people are doing and turning that focus inward is just so powerful. And that's what we keep talking about on this show is that journey home, that journey inward. And that's what all of this work is for. It's not finding that answer without outside of you, but truly looking in and having these moments of stillness and having these moments of reflection truly help you figure that out. And it's just so, so beautiful. And that's one of my favorite things that it goes down in the mind over matter method. Like that community is realizing that it's not about the thing. It's not about reaching the goal or creating the result like that stuff is nice but it's truly about the person that you're becoming in the process and it's so much of it comes down to unlearning these things about ourselves and tapping into who we truly are and it's just so nice to have a space to do that and I love helping facilitate that and help people get to that place it's just so amazing. So again if you haven't joined the waitlist please do so because doors are about to open doors are about to open so get ready buckle up we're doing it again and I can't wait to meet the amazing humans that join this next round all right my friend until next time remember to love yourself own your happiness and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it my friend